This is a podcast from Rover. Right, welcome back into the show, everybody. When New Zealand's red meat sector's launched a comprehensive package of proposed policy changes ahead of the general election aimed at growing export revenues and increasing jobs. It sounds very good, but we'll find out the nitty-gritty. Andrew Morrison joins us, Chair of uh, Beef and uh, Lamb New Zealand. Andrew, great to have you on the show again. How are you? Good. It's been a great summer, Dominic. You know, going on, on the farm, doing a bit of work. And the weather's been good, getting a little dry now, but it's you know it's been a good summer. Yeah, it has, uh, especially down south, as you've uh, that's where you are, isn't it? Yep, just outside of Gore. Yep, spent the summer. Then unfortunately, the hedge cutter arrived just before Christmas, and did a great job of trimming up 3.2 kilometres of hedges. The trouble is, you got to pick all that stuff up afterwards. <laughs> oh, crikey, that's a fair bit of hedge. Oh gosh, yeah, and then you know the normal farm work. But as we were just talking on, on before we got under the call, it's actually quite cathartic to be out of the meetings and doing the farm work and back and doing the stuff that you actually love. However, we do have business to talk about, Andrew, and uh, that is this manifesto. What's the the reason behind that? Manifesto is something that MIA and Beef and Lamb we always do in an election year. We just want it clearly laid out, you know, what we see as the priorities and the expectations for our sector. So, like, one of the big call-outs this year was that immigration setting, too. I want to start with that for... MIA did a great piece of work the other day, you know, $600 million on the table just because we do not have enough staff in plants and it's impacting quite heavily. But the problem with that is, Andrew, that uh, it's well and good identifying, you know, people that can come over, but the process sometimes is very laborious and time-consuming. Yeah, well, you know, when you put up that $600 million on, you know, in, in perspective, you know, let's pretend we've got 12,500 sheep and beef farmers, that's about $50,000 a farm. Mm. And so, yeah, you're quite right, the process of just getting these people in, we've just got to get on with it and get it done quickly. Because, you know, I know Alliance, just using that as one example, have brought in Chinese butchers over the years, and the skill level, like I say, is actually is phenomenal. Um, so we've just got to work out where we source those people and just activate that, you know, or enable that process to get them in. So, of course, we've got a new Prime Minister now. Chris Hipkins has uh, come in. There is a bit of talk about uh, snap election. Um, so I suppose it was good <laughs> It's good to get this thing out, um, you know, early doors, as it were. Yeah, well, basically, we just want a roadmap of what the stuff we need fixed. And, you know, so we've done the immigration, but the other thing is, and it's good to hear new Prime Minister Hipkins say, yeah, look, we have gone too fast, too, you know, we've done too much, too fast. Now, this is around all the environmental regulatory settings, the carbon, the water, the indigenous biodiversity, the uh, highly productive soils and RMA reform. Beef and Lamb has been consistently telling these guys, look, we want to play our role in the environmental improvement, but you know, for crying out loud, the policy settings have to be, you know, they have to be crafted correctly, and you know, we don't get conflicting information around the different policy settings. So that's effectively what we're asking now. I think the brakes have to be put on to to a point, as you say. It's not like people don't want to help and do things the right way, but it's you know, it's sometimes the the pause button needs to be pressed, right? Yeah, well, the other aspect of that overwhelming comment is, you know, we're entering a season in the sheep and beef sector where, you know, global commodities, especially for sheep meat, are softening. Those prices have come off significantly. Mm. Inflationary pressures are massive. And then you overlay, you know, that conversation around immigration and maybe not getting stock killed in a timely manner. And, look, I can just tell you, and I want the government to hear too, the pressure is just enormous on farm at the moment. So... 
you know, it's regulatory pressure, but there's this markets and all this other financial pressure there too. So, you know, just, and, and we, we would really, we've always been saying this, but we need the government to listen, basically. Because then the other thing, of course, that, uh, in fact, I was just speaking to somebody uh, just in the hallway who, uh, as a broadcaster, doesn't have anything to do with the sector, but the thing that uh, he was asking me about was the carbon farming and uh, the sale of sheep and beef farms in particular uh, into carbon farming. That's the thing that I think uh, for urban New Zealand is one of those things that people are starting to take notice of now. Yep. Well, you know, if I go through the list, you know, the first ask is, you know, get some policy settings to curb the sale of sheep and beef farms into carbon farming because effectively we are offsetting you know somebody else's behavior in our rural communities and that's you know heavily impacting jobs confidences and things in the rural communities second one you know in the haywalker space get the methane targets you know let's commit to amend you know to get them reviewed as is committed in 2024 but we just need to do a program of work with government to get those methane targets set at the right level Take a cautionary approach on that price in the uh, in the Haywalker Kanoa, and we just really need ministers to listen to that. And then finally, just you know, as Hipkins Minister Prime Minister Hipkins has said, look, prioritise and all the other stuff what we can actually deliver on. You know, RMA reform in itself is huge. NPS and Indigenous Biodiversity SNA settings need a heap of work done on the essential fresh water. Slope maps need rejected or reworked. The central, uh, the certified farm plans need delivered on. There's just so much going on. We need to slow things up and get them right. Geez, I can hardly keep up with you, and I read about this stuff all the time. Um, you know, uh, just trying to, to 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 keep across it, but it does make the headache a little bit. Um, so much stuff there, uh, and you know, it's one of those things where uh, are you confident? I suppose Andrew is the question, in, in terms of some of what you've just outlined actually being put into place. Well, no, this is the challenge, you know, and I'll say it's, it's been brutal, this pace of regulatory change, and it's been really, really hard on our farmers. It's been really, really hard on beef and lamb. I'd like to say I'm confident, but what I'd say is up to date, the government hasn't always listened, and they've just rushed some of this stuff through. So, look, um, I'm just hoping Prime Minister Hipkins is listening. You know, this has inflationary pressures on, you know, New Zealand economy and itself, and, you know, um, we've, you know, the cost of living crisis that they keep referring to. I mean, all this is linked. So, look, let's just hope we can work on this and actually that they listen. Andrew Morrison, appreciate your time as always. Thank you. Thanks, Dominic. Appreciate it. Look up the stories popping up around the egg shortage around the country. Uh, Free-range egg farmers are apparently fielding constant calls and managing a flood of customers at farmers' markets, as you can imagine they would be, as New Zealanders struggle to get their hands on eggs. It comes, of course, as the Poultry Industry Association warns that the country is still around 400,000 laying hens short, and it's going to be months before the situation improves. And it's going global, the story, as well. Good friend of the show, Michael Brooks from the Poultry Industry Association, says he's been receiving interview requests from major international news outlets, including BBC, CNN and ABC. That is our show for today. Lovely to have your company. As always, don't forget to check out netspeed.net.nz.